Rod Serling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. we got a thrill for you today. Our guest on Zero Hour is William Shatner. And William Shatner, of course, is famous for being Captain Kirk on Star Trek. He was also uh, a lawyer, Denny Crane, on Boston Legal for a number of years. He was uh, T.J. Hooker on the show, T.J. Hooker, as a police officer, and uh, he's known for his appearances on Twilight Zone and so many other shows. Uh, I've been enjoying him in a lot of uh, what the the TV um, miniseries that it were on. Uh, he's on Centennial. He's on uh, oh, what is it? The, the Seekers, um, just a number of, of the television miniseries. I think he was in, if he wasn't in Roots, he was in Roots the Next Generation or something like that. So uh, anyway, without further ado, here is William Shatner in uh, making an appearance on Zero Hour with, of course, Rod Serling as our host. Enjoy. Chewing tobacco and dial soap. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with a Ford Car Buyers Report. Car buyers today are giving serious thought to the real cost of car ownership, not only purchase price, but operating economy and trade in value. What about operating economy? Well, consider gas mileage. Lots of Ford LTD owners have discovered that adjusting how they drive results in surprisingly good gas mileage. And consider maintenance. The estimated average cost for 50,000 miles of normal driving in the 74 LTD versus the 73 LTD can be as much as $182 less in scheduled maintenance. Compared to its nearest sales competitor, LTD maintenance schedule specifies fewer spark plug changes, fuel filter changes, and chassis lubes for more savings. The 1974 LTD is the best-selling car in its price class, evidence that for many it's the best solution to owning a full-size car. The well-made Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. The criminal's milieu is the world. To him, no environment remains inviolate, whether it be brothel or temple. The crime revealed in the following story 
takes place on the grounds of the Midwestern County Fair. History tells us fairs were originally held in conjunction with religious festivals, where great numbers of potential purchasers gathered. But we don't need history to tell us that even the ancient fairs attracted sinners as well as saints. Today's fair is no exception. It's late afternoon. And in the grandstand on the half-mile track near the midway, a young woman and her husband are talking. How did you bet the horse? To win. Well, you should have bet he wouldn't finish. All those trotter drivers are old, but yours is older than a late show movie. I bet they'll have to lift him into his seat. He's moving up. He can still win. Not now he can. It's all over. Well, there's ten bucks. Don't worry, honey. You'll never miss it after we pull this next job. Come on, let's get out of here. I got to send those wires to tell Brewster and Hudson to meet us. When's the job set for? Tomorrow. If I can get the boys here on schedule. And this stick-up is going to keep us in bread and sirloin for a long time. Robbery detail, Lieutenant Donner. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for the info. Right. Bye. Hi, Jim. Oh, hi, Ken. We're one down, three to go on the Spencer Mile. Oh, well, I guess I missed that one. Brief me. Oh, that's right. You were out in that warehouse heist when the report came in. Probably. Well, about three months ago, a bank messenger was held up and badly beaten in another part of the state. And after the doctors pieced them together, he identified all four of the bandits. Huh? Who were they? The leader's uh, Gene Spencer. Record as long as a snake's tail. And he's been charged with everything, up to and including murder. Are you still on the loose? Yeah. On the murder rap, the jury decided self-defense. Sounds like a show. He is. And his wife is just as sharp. She's a fainter. A fainter? Yeah, a fainter. She controls her breathing and can pull a 24-carat faint anytime she wants to. Oh, that's a new one on me. The third member of the Spencer mob is Louis Hudson, also a long record. The fourth was uh, Charlie Brewster, alias The Farmer. You say was? Yeah, I interviewed him this morning. The crime prevention boys picked him up late last night, loitering someplace where he shouldn't. We think it was a lucky bust. How come? Well, he had a telegram in his pocket. It was from Spencer and said, have job, we'll call you at midnight. Midnight tonight? No, last night. The time stamp on the telegram gave yesterday's date. You tied up in anything right now? Well, I got some paperwork, but it can wait, I guess. Then come along with me. The DA's got a signed warrant waiting. I'm going to search the farmer's room. How come the telegram, if he lives here in town? Oh, he received the wire at Clarksville, upstate, but we found a hotel key in his pocket. He's staying here at the Central. Okay, let's go. Hey, Nancy. Yeah? Louie ought to be here any minute. Fix some coffee, huh? Okay. Oh, but I wish we could go out to eat instead of me trying to cook on this silly motel hot place. Now, you know we don't want to be seen around too much. Well, it's not like we're in the city. We're halfway out to the fairgrounds here. Who is it? Hey, Louie! Oh, come on in, pal. What's with that truckload of pigs out there? Between a grunt and a smell, it makes me think I'm in a wrestling match. The pigs are part of our plan, Louie. And we're going to use them in the heist. Hi, Louie. Hi, baby. Hey, is that coffee I smell? Want a cup? Yeah, thanks. Black. Black is beautiful. Coming up. Hey, hey now, so what do you mean you're going to use the pigs in a heist? I don't wait with no animals. I did a job in Brooklyn once with a dog. I got bit. 
From then on, I only work with people. You don't have to handle the pigs. With that truckload of pigs parked outside the motel, people will figure we're going to enter them in the blue ribbon contest at the fair. And that way, there's no suspicion. Now, you, uh, you saw the fairgrounds as you came into town, didn't you? Yeah. What's that? Well, this is a map of this whole area. You're going to heist the fairgrounds? You get six lemon pies on a rejects for a bake-off. Oh, now, come on. Hold your wisecracks for a minute, will you? I want to show you something on this map. Now, you, you, you see this line here? Yeah. Well, that's the midway. And right here is the half-mile track where they hold the harness races. And right here, there's a gate. And over here, there's another. What's that where you got the red ink mark? It's a building on the back road. The secretary's office is in it. They take the dough in there right after the last race. But how much? Well, about uh, about 60 Gs. So what do the pigs do? Take it spinach and eat it? Oh, man. Now, don't be funny. Will you listen? Eleven minutes after the last race, Nancy pulls a feint in front of the first aid tent. That's uh, that's right here. Here's your coffee, fellas. Oh, thank you, honey. Oh, yeah. Oh. Thanks. Thanks, baby. If I ever saw 60 Gs, I'd faint without even trying. Now, now listen. Now, when Nancy pulls a faint, I'll be right next to her, huh? Now, the attendant starts to take care of Nancy, and I knock him cold, and we grab the ambulance. What ambulance? There's always an ambulance standing by in case of an accident on the track. Now, while we grab the ambulance, you keep this back gate open, open and clear. Well, how can I do that? Oh, boy, boy. I snatched the fairground security cop's uniform. Now, you wear it. Okay. So far, we got an ambulance and a cop's uniform. Do you remember that the farmer's in this thing, too? Well, he be. He'll be right here. Now then, as we grab the ambulance, the farmer drives up to this front gate here. He'll have that truck with the pigs in it. He parks it so it blocks the gate. What about the pig, Gene? Yeah, what about the pig? The farmer stalls until he sees the guy arrive with the dough. Then he lets the pigs out of the truck, stampedes them toward the secretary's office, and in the commotion, the farmer grabs the dough. He makes a run for the ambulance. We pick him up, head for the back gate where we pick you up, and we're off in a cloud of pig manure. Uh, hey, you know something? It might work. When do we pull this little beauty? Tomorrow. And I'm going to line the birdcage with greenbacks. Hey, 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 Matus is an old-world rosé wine people enjoy everywhere. Like down in the Delta, they know the blues are what you make it, and that the light, easy-to-like taste of Matus rosé makes the meal. Hey, out of sight, but you see it everywhere. And in New England, Matus Rosé is perfect for that elegant evening on the town. Matus, the rosé wine that goes with everything good, anywhere, anytime at all. Imported by Dreyfus Ashby and Company, New York, New York.
about to be a waste of time. Yeah, it looks that way. And I checked Western Union on a telegram he got from Spencer, but they couldn't trace it. Any idea where he might have sent it from? Inasmuch as the farmer checked into a local hotel, my wild guess is that the telegram was sent from here. This is more than likely the place where Spencer wanted to hold the meeting. Robbery detail, Lieutenant Tyler. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's very helpful. Thanks for returning my call. That was Clarksville, the hotel switchboard operator who accepted Spencer's call for the farmer says it came from here. Spencer was probably phoning from the fairground because she heard a racetrack public address speaker and the sound of a merry-go-round while he was talking. Well, I guess we'd better roll over there. And right now, partner, before those big city rustlers steal the horses off the merry-go-round. You mean he hasn't shown yet? Not yet. Hey, how does the uniform look? It looks very authentic. Authentic Keystone Cop. Well, the other security flat feet around here don't look exactly like West Point cadets. At least I'm not conspicuous. You can say that again, but I hope you don't. You know something? I don't think the farmer's going to show. Oh, great. You're going to scuttle the job, Gene? We're going to do it just like we planned, only you're going to be the farmer. Me? Oh, no. I ain't monkeying around with no mess of pigs. They're not going to hurt you, you chowderhead. But I don't even look like a farmer. A forward. Look, Louie. We put too much time and planning in on this to blow it now. You gotta do it. Gene's right. Now take off that cop's uniform and get into your own clothes. And there's a floppy brim straw hat in the truck. Now you wear it. Yeah. Now then, let's make sure you got this routine right, okay? Now first, you drive the truck over there and you block the front gate with it in five minutes. That gate right over there? That's right. And as soon as you see the guy with the dough arrive, let the pigs out of the truck and shoo them toward the building where the secretary's office is. I gotcha. Oh, but suppose the guy with the dough is late. Then let the pigs out of the truck anyway and stall. Tell them you want to register them for the show. But no matter what happens, don't go into the office until you see Nancy faint. Now, you got it? Got it. Okay, then. Get moving. First, then. That's a good idea. Jim, quick, look over there. By the front gate, just getting out of the truck, loaded with pigs. Isn't that one of the guys in the mug shots you showed me? You're right. It's Louis Hudson. What are you doing with those pigs for crying out loud? And what's that big straw farmer's hat? I don't know. Farmer's hat, that's it. With the real farmer in the slammer, Hudson's taking his place. Oh, and this must be the action. Yeah, and he's heading this way, probably going to the secretary's office. Oh, Hudson! Who else? When'd you take up farming? What business is that yours? Here's my badge. That makes it my business. Well, I ain't done nothing. Where are your friends? Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I come here to register these pigs. They ain't hard. No, but you are. You and both the Spencers. No, you're the gumshoe. Find out for yourself. Gene! Split! It's a pinch! Jim, the Spencers are in that ambulance. I know. Ken, take cuts and get the cuffs on them, then phone in for an APB. 
Aren't you glad? Glad is what happens when you use Dial Soap. Aren't you glad? It starts right out with a clean, fresh scent that's like nothing else. Aren't you glad? To get you going clean and fresh. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? You use Dial. Aren't you glad? Away the cause of odor on your skin. You just can't buy a better deodorant soap than Dial. And that's saying something. Fair Secretary Office, may I help you? This is Lieutenant Taylor. May I speak with Detective Beaumont, please? One moment, please. He's right here. For you, sir. Thanks. Beaumont speaking. I can, Jim. They got away. That ambulance had too good a head start on me. I ordered the APB, but the suspects are probably sticking to the back roads. Yeah, more than likely. How about Louis Hudson? I had a black and white come out and pick him up. He's out of circulation. I tried to pump some info out of him, but I wound up doing all the talking. So there's no lead as to where the Spencers are heading? Not the slightest. I even went through Hudson's pockets, but all he had besides a gun was a $20 bill and a bus ticket stub. Did you alert the highway patrol? No. I think the Spencers will figure that the ambulance is too hot. Call the highway patrol to help with the roadblocks. Have them check every out-of-the-way garage and parking lot in the area. There's a chance the Spencers will have abandoned the ambulance. Consider it done. And Ken, stay where you are. I'll meet you there at the fairgrounds. at an intersection on Route 61. A sheriff's car stopped to investigate. The officer got out to see if first aid was needed, and they plugged him. But he's okay, and he'll be able to identify them. They swiped his car and got away. Any clues to where they're headed? No, but I've set up roadblocks on each of the four highways he might have reached after stealing the sheriff's car. Here, take a look at this map. Hmm. The blocks are set up here, Route 61, here to the south, and these two here. Well, we should have them sold up, but suppose they got a hideout someplace within that area. The boys are making a house-to-house search in it. Also, there are half a dozen radio cars cruising near the roadblocks. Yeah, but the sheriff's car will be radio-equipped. They can hear what's being set up and avoid being trapped. Nancy, 
Ned, you look in the glove compartment. There's got to be a road map. We can check off where they're setting up the roadblocks, and they could lead us right out of this trap. Roadblock number six, come in, please. Listen. There's no sign of the car at this block. Thanks, car three. Did you hear that? Loud and clear. I think that means the suspensions have holed up someplace. <laughs> Keep thinking that, copper. We'll make another check of all blocks and cars in 15 minutes. Right, Jim. Unless you contact me, I'll just keep cruising. Does that mean they've checked up on everybody? Yeah. They didn't say anything about Route 11. That's why we're staying on it. I told you those suckers would lead us right out of the trap. Why are you stopping? Well, that sign we just passed, it's a detour. It could be a phony. Oh, let me turn on the spotlight. Well, it's legit. The road's all torn up. Oh, what now? Well, just back up and turn around. What the... Gee, gee, it's a trap! Not yet, it ain't. Freeze, Spencer! Don't try and shoot it out. It's you against four scatter guns. Okay. Get out with your hands up. You too, Mrs. Spencer. Okay, Mrs. Spencer. Hands on the hood of the car. Okay, officer, get his gun. Now then, Spencer, you know what to do. Get your hands on that hood. But you know that we... It wasn't too hard. We knew you'd be listening to police calls, so we just let you think Route 11 was your road to happiness. Now then, as if you already didn't know your rights, you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to have a lawyer present. Anything you say, maybe... Sandra Gould, Peter Leeds, Byron Kane, and Marvin Miller. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Collis, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.